This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. Yeah, you come to me today. You want some Parmesan? Yeah, I'll get you some Parmesan. Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. 25-20, 15-10, 5, snowshoes, touchdown, Kansas City! According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpup. It's over! The Bullpups have knocked out Bishop the age! And for the ninth time in school history, the Bullpups stand atop the state of Kansas! Everything happening in the sports world. Oh, oh, are you serious? Slam jam back! Get him ready for the NBA Duncan contest! And even some things not happening in the sports world. So, you're saying you will not watch any episodes of The Bachelor this year? I think I'd rather have a tooth pull. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, worldwide. At midkansasonline.com. Casey was chuckling. <laughs> it's a Valentine's Day edition of According to Jim. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most romantic man in McPherson, Mr. Steve Sell. Really? Steve, are you a big fan of Valentine's Day? Yes, because my mother was born on Valentine's okay, Day. Okay, there you go. My mother, if she were alive, would be 92 years old today. And Well, then that intro song's probably a little weird. Yeah. But, <laughs> Boys to men. Yeah, but no, I Valentine's Day will always be special to me just because of that. What other special memories do you have of Valentine's Day, Steve? Um, I do remember a basketball game, <laughs> of all things. The, I believe we played Bueller when Mark Wash and those guys, it was like 83, 84, six overtime game down at Bueller. Mark Wash got a Mark Wash was like five foot ten. Mark, a lot of people probably know Mark, still lives in town. I think he works at Farmers Alliance. He was a state champion pole vaulter. Uh, he was 5'10", maybe pushing, and he was a 6'10", high jumper. You know, we had Steve Henson and Mark Walsh at the same time. Steve was going 7 foot, Mark was going 6'10". And now you, nobody hardly goes 7 foot anymore. Hardly anybody goes 6'10". You just don't see it anymore. But we played back, played Bueller in their little antiquated, you know, gym before the beautiful Jim Baker Fieldhouse opened oh, yeah. up. But we played in the antiquated gym. But everyone will remember, about 500 people got turned away for the uh, sub-state championship game down there. But uh, that was a memory. Other than that, you know, we we always – red velvet cake. That's my other memory of Valentine's Day because okay. we always – and my mom made the greatest red velvet cake in the history of mankind. Nobody has ever duplicated her. And they always called it Betty Sells Red Cake in Independence. It was, it was legendary. Steve, it doesn't surprise me at all that your – Valentine's Day memory. The first one that pops up is, oh yeah, this basketball well, game that was down Valentine's at Well, Valentine's Day Massacre. Well, so. I'm sure the reason that you remember it is because it really ruined your, your date plans the after the game. That you were ready for a big date. You were trying to get out of Bueller as fast as possible. Oh yeah, sure. With a big picnic basket. Probably a little too cold for a picnic. But <laughs> I haven't been on, I don't think, any Valentine's Day dates. I don't think so. Maybe I haven't. I don't remember. Yeah. It's not really a day that I participate in all that often no 
We're going to have Jerry Fithian on here in a little bit to talk about Central Christian College's Hall of Fame activities coming up over the weekend. I'm sure he's got some Valentine's Day stories that he could tell. Oh, he gives oh, a big I'm thumbs sure, up. I'm sure Carol could tell a few. I'm sure he, you know, I get the feeling that Jerry is a pretty big romantic. Oh, yeah. And Steve's a romantic. Maybe just about other things. Mm-hmm. I think you're a romantic person, but maybe about your, your love for basketball, your love for, love for the life. finer things, love for golf. Yeah. Do you have a specific Valentine's Day golf story that you got to sneak out on the course? It was now a that, warm day. I, I don't. I probably haven't played too many rounds. Although the plan Ooh. is to get Ooh. out and play a few holes this afternoon. What about your ideal Valentine's Day? If you were going to draw up the perfect date, what, what what would be on your ideal plan? Oh, probably a little lasagna, a little Ooh. wine, a little, little fireplace. There you wow. go. Oh yeah. What kind of movie would you play? What kind of movie? Yeah, what what would you watch? Oh. If you say Goodfellas, I'm going to be very confused. <laughs> Probably Love Story. Love Story? What's that? Isn't that No, what was the, what was the one with Ali McGraw in it and uh and Ryan O'Neal? I think it was a real it was a kind of a sappy story, but she died Ali Ali McGraw dies. It is Love Story. Yeah. But I think Ali McGraw I can't remember the movie quite, but I think she dies in the end. So. Oh, no. Yeah. But what about The Notebook? For those of you wondering at home, Love Story came out in 1970. There it is. You How bet. old do you want to take a guess that Ryan O'Neill is now? Oh, he's probably close to 80. 77. Yeah. What about Allie McGraw? I'm not sure. Is she still alive? I don't know if she's still alive. She is very alive. Is she? Oh, yeah. Is alive and living. 74. She's 79. Ooh. Okay. I don't think I've ever seen the love story. Yeah. So you've never seen the Notebook. I don't know what that is. It's got, well, all these actors that you probably won't know. It has a, a great element to the story. It starts off back in the 30s or 40s, and it keeps going back and forth with this lady named Allie, who doesn't remember her relationship with this guy who's trying to recreate it. I think she has Alzheimer's or. Something like that. Oh, that's too oh, it, it's a it's a big romantic story. Okay, so you're you're not a big fan of of going to see a movie in theaters, maybe a, maybe a little night out at Italiano Restaurante well, I was Familia. Gonna bring, I was going to bring out you know the the Italian because you guys are ordering out today. Got to get a little Italian, and, and I'm missing out on it. So missing out now. Let's let's be clear. I Steve, was already Steve's got- already had his peanut butter sandwich for that's the day, right. so he is not having his lasagna. I wanted to get a little lasagna for Valentine's Day. Yeah. What about cards? You sent any cards out? I did. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. Steve, my guy. Well. What about some memories like at school where you would... Did you guys have to do that where you would have your box set up for Valentine's Day? And, in grade school. Yeah, all the did. kids yeah. would go around and they'd drop a Valentine yeah, in, in your box. Yeah, in grade school you did that, but once you got to middle school, it's just whoever you're... Who was wearing your ID bracelet at the time? Ooh. Yeah. We didn't do that. We had ID bracelets. That's what I've heard about. My mom has yeah. told me all about those ID bracelets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had an ID bracelet. Didn't get passed out too much. <laughs> if I would have had one, I don't think it would have got passed out very often either, Steve. So I'll join you in the club there. All right. Valentine's Day. I think you and I are going to have a very romantic Valentine's Day tonight. Over at Central Christian College oh, I- to watch the Tigers play basketball. <laughs> I think it'll be romantic. 
Well, if they win, it will be. We'll have Joe Johnston on the PA. I mean, oh, yeah. it, it, it is very romantic over yeah. there at Tigertown. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about Central Athletics this weekend, but no big plans for you other than that, Steve? No, heading, just going to head down to Central and watch the game tonight. Well, maybe what we can do is we can tell some people to drop some Valentine's notes by the station for you. <laughs> We've got our little drop box there at the front door. The first one that I get, the next one I get will be the first one. Let's just put it that Ooh. way. Yeah. Well, Steve, we'll find somebody. Some Somebody will, will start dropping you some notes and say, I love you. Thanks, thanks for writing about my kid. <laughs> and it, it'll work uh, out great. I get very few. I don't get many. That's, you know, I don't get many notes anymore like stuff like that. I used to, but I, I guess I'm so old, they just figure it's, you know, part of the process. Trust the process. Yeah, trust the process. Yep. Steve, have you been keeping tabs on the weather for what might be rolling in Friday I and was, Saturday? I watched when I was home having my peanut butter. And jelly sandwich. Tonight. Oh yeah, no, yeah, gotta add the jelly. I don't mess with jelly. It didn't. It looks to me like the 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 inches of snow that they were forecasting earlier may not be as heavy. It always does. But the ice concerns me. Ooh, because I think we're already in a winter. They've already started. The winter weather warning is already in effect for Friday. It looks like on the I, I pulled up the Lawrence, Kansas winter forecast. Mm-hmm. It looks like for Friday they are anticipating two to four inches of snow, and then not much else after Friday. Okay. So for our trip to Lawrence, which is probably the the bigger one that's in jeopardy here. Yeah, I think we'll play on Friday. I think we'll be all right on Friday. Friday night going down to Circle, I would think the weather won't be too crazy. Maybe a little bit of ice is what we've seen. But for Saturday, we've been monitoring the weather because both teams will be playing at 6 and 7.30 in Lawrence. And the way that Steve and I look at it is... If the game is going to be played, we're going to find a way to make it there. There you go. Because we don't want everybody else to sit here at home and be sitting around and thinking, oh my gosh, what did the bullpups do? Somebody's got to go, Yeah. and it's going to be us. Well, and we're hauling pistol along. <laughs> and if that means we have to leave at 10 in the morning to take six hours to drive there well, in the snow. If it's going to take six hours to get to Lawrence, I'll guarantee you they're not going to play the game. And I know Keisha has just got to be losing their mind about this weather. They've got state swimming going on. They've got regional wrestling. They gotta get these events in. And so we will we will be there if the game is going to be played or the games are going to be played on Saturday. So that no worries about that. If you decide, oh we're not going to make that triple, just let Jim and Steve risk their lives, then we'll be willing to do that for you. Sure. That'll be our Valentine's gift to everybody. We love you all, so we're going to Drive down I seventy and it be very snowy. Well, if it and it's Saturday, if it gets really bad, we can always crash at my sister's house. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Susie sells. Susie Muir. Do, do do we have enough space down in the basement? Oh, we there's inflatable beds, there's, couches. They there's plenty of room at the house day Muir. Steve, what did Stephen A. Smith have to say whenever you got back? Are they debating about LeBron and Michael Jordan? Because that's on the front page of ESPN today. Steve, I did not watch Stephen A. today. I watched. Major League Baseball, because it's getting close to opening day. That's true. And I know a lot of people aren't even thinking about Major League Baseball, but, hey, Royals pitchers and catchers, I think they report, like, Tuesday. I think there are a few that already have. Yeah. Steve, I wanted to talk about one thing today before we dive into all the central stuff and preview what's going on this weekend. I saw a story in the Wichita Eagle either yesterday or may, may have been earlier today from Taylor Eldridge, and he ran a really big story about a year ago, 
talking about junior college football. Yeah, and, very good story. And, and the options that these programs are having because of some of the rule changes. And Steve, you know this rule a little bit better than I do off the top of your head. Up until, what, last year, there was a rule where you can only have a certain amount of kids well, on your roster from out of state. What it was, now when I went to junior college... At, in 1943? Uh, Is that the year you went to junior 1975. college? 1975. Oh, okay. But we were really good. We, that's back when Indy was really good. You could have 10 out-of-staters on a 55-man roster. 45 of the 55 kids had to be from Kansas. Well, then they bumped it up to 12. Then they bumped it up to 20. And then Jeff Sims at Garden City uh, really led a crusade. He wanted unlimited recruiting. Of course, Jeff Sims is now gone. He's at Missouri Southern. That's right. Probably put them on probation. But anyway, um, <laughs> now the jun- there's a lot of junior college coaches. They don't even look at Kansas kids now. And, and Taylor did a great job of pointing it out. And what it has done, it has benefited the KCAC, the MIAA. I'm sure you're Baker Wildcats probably signed several Kansas kids. I'm sure they have. You look at McPherson College, what did we, 13, was it 13 or 18 Kansas kids, high school kids? McPherson College? Right. Coach Fiscus. Yeah, a lot of them. Yeah, 13. I think they were 13. I think he's got 18 from Texas, 13 from, uh, or no, 28 from Texas, and then 13 uh, from Kansas. Uh, He's recruited all over the place. But, you know, it used to be the Kansas kids automatically just basically, you know, got on JUCO teams. Now they have to basically, the ones they do sign, I think there was just like 21 Kansas kids that were signed on National JUCO Signing Day. Whoa. And 17 of them, I believe, were from Butler. Of course, Khalil Lisbon, McPherson High. That's true. And Khalil's going to be a superstar at Butler. I'm telling you, that guy, I don't think Butler realizes how lucky they got because Khalil Lisbon, early on, K-State was showing some interest. A lot of places were showing interest. Yeah, a lot of, but K-State, Bill Moses Snyder, his staff back then was showing some interest in Big Khalil, Mr. TFL. That's true. Mr. Sackmaster. And, uh, but it's, it's really strange. The, you know, you look at a junior college football roster now, and it's like 90% out of staters because they live in Florida. They live in Texas. You look at Jason Brown down at Independence. You can. Take, I know you love him. Oh boy. Yeah. He's, he smirched my alma mater with his performance on Netflix. But anyway, uh, Independence, I just saw they signed like six kids out of Arizona for next year. So I know they've signed a, they've signed a ton, but I don't think, I wonder how many of them are from Kansas. I haven't seen a list yet. Well, the point with this story that I was reading from Taylor Eldridge is trying to catch up on what happened this past year with this and, and how these rules not only changed this past year, but changed things going forward into the next upcoming years. And I know that you are not a fan of this rule and, and that you wish that it would be more Kansas kids oriented. And I wish that there were more opportunities too, but I do think it's good for Kansas junior colleges to be able to bring in more outside of I Kansas think, recruits. I think 20 or 25 is a good number because you have a 55 man roster. That's still, you got eight junior colleges that play football in Kansas. If you, if you had to, you know, a 55 man roster and say you had 25 out of staters, and then 30 in-staters, that's 240 kids. And that's a pretty good number because, let's face it, you got to be pretty good to play junior college football in Kansas. It's, well, especially with the ranks of these teams. Right, right. It's it, You know, Kansas Juco football has been the gold standard other than, you know, San Francisco Community College out there in California. And the Mississippi ones. Yeah, Mississippi. I am very excited to watch 
the fourth season of Last Chance U, which will be the second season of Independence Have they Juco. said when it's coming out? It'll come out. The, the way that they've done it every single year has been like the end of July or the very beginning of August. It's real close to the beginning of the uh, football season. It is going to be brutal because the Indy Pirates, you know, they won all those close games last year. They found a way at the end, made for an exciting Netflix series, Last Chance U. Well, all those close games they won two years ago, they lost this year. They lost like five games by a touchdown or less. Jason Brown got suspended for a game. I'm sure that'll be that'll be great. that'll be real comedy. You know, him getting suspended for a game for losing his mind. I don't know what after what game. Probably Garden City game. You know, he's. You know, I'm sorry. You know, it's my alma mater, but all my friends that went to school there, they're embarrassed by it. They really are. I still think it's good for the school. I want to get you a Independence Junior College Jason Brown sweatshirt. And you wear it all the time. I don't think with I've a big, it. big picture of his face, <laughs> him smoking a cigar in the hot tub. That's what I always want for got. You. A, he's always got a cigar. That's oh yeah, yeah. All right, Steve. Let's take our first break. When we come back, we'll hear from Jerry Fithian as we talk a little bit about Central Christian College's athletic Hall of Fame events that are coming up over the weekend and what to know and times, dates, everything in regards to that going on for the Tigers. We'll do that next. You're listening to According to Jim, ninety-six point seven FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva, Next Tech Wireless, and Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE, Jim Joyner, Steve Sell, and now joined in studio for the second straight week by the big man Jerry Fithian. You got enough room over there? I'm straight. I'm comfortable. You're always comfortable over there. Well, (laughs) Jerry, we've got you back in here because you wanted to give one more pump up for your weekend activities over at Central Christian College, celebrating 75 years since the very beginning of the men's basketball program, as well as cheerleading. You'll be bringing all sorts of members from that 75th anniversary team, several other Hall of Fame members, and we wanted to give you one more chance to pump up everything that is coming the Tigers' way this weekend. Well, it's it. thank you, guys. I, I certainly appreciate it. You've done a marvelous job of, of uh, uh, bringing that on the air and bringing notice to that for us. Um, how about a fellow from the first team, guys, 1943? He'll be introduced Saturday night, Mr. Lee Craven, who I think Now, being Steve, on the first team, how old does that make him? Um, I, I don't think I can count that high. Has to be almost, <laughs> he has to my, be, I'd say around 92 to 95, maybe. Well, uh, one of our inductees, obviously, Coach uh, um, Selberg, Marvin Selberg, is 93. And now, how old is Coach Saxton? Saxton is just a few years older than I am. He's in his early 70s. Okay, okay. Yeah. He was the coach when I first got He here. was a coach, and I was his assistant for five years. So, uh, guys, the doors had just blown off. Uh, uh, two other gentlemen and myself moved things into the North Gym, uh, and it's just unfortunate, especially for Steve with the history he has here. The old girl is going to really shine this week. The maintenance staff is working to get that North Gym. The Thunderdome is oh, very Turner dubbed it the Thunderdome. 
they're getting it all spruced up and uh, clean, and the floor is getting waxed and polished, and lights. It's it's just gonna it's gonna be enchanting. It's gonna be marvelous that North Gym to uh, to host that. Well, Saturday I remember night. I remember covering games in there when my man <laughs> Anton Hubert was playing. Uh, Mike Beard had uh, some teams in there for about three or four years that were just off the charts. The Thunderdome was rocking. You basically had no place for anybody to seat when they played. And, of course, the legendary game down at Hutchinson. Jerry, I know Jerry remembers this one. I'm sure he was there. I was there. And, Jim, for you. I was you, not there. You were not there. You weren't even born, probably. <laughs> but but for people out there, I'm sure they remember it. Hutch Juco, I think, was number two in the country that year. They had Nate Erdman, who went on to be all Big 8, I believe. I think it was Big 8 at that yeah, time. I think so. Yeah, Big eight, it might have been the first year of Big 12. But Nate Erdman went on to be an All-American Oklahoma but Little Central goes down there against Mighty Hutch. Central scores like 63 points in the first half. Whoa. They're up like, <laughs> I think they're up like 19 or something at one point. It comes down to the very end. Central's on their way to pulling off this massive upset. And Craig Helser, of all people, calls a technical foul because it was right at the end of the game. Central was going to win. A couple people from the crowd during a timeout. During a timeout, run yes. on the floor and stepped on the floor. Stepped on, on the floor on the end court. Down on the at end, the end court, court, even though the game wasn't going on, the teams were in the huddle. Yeah. Craig Helser calls a technical. They hit the free throws. Hutch hits a shot. Game goes in overtime, and they end up losing. They they end up losing, and I. But wasn't... they had the game one. But can you believe that? I still Mike Beard was the coach at the time, and he told me about five years later. He says. Every single night, at some point, I have a dream about that. Well, and, and if you guys were here, and again, the timing was so unfortunate because of this big weekend for the pups up in Lawrence. But Mike Beard is coming back. Oh, Mike and man. Joyce are going to be here. And uh, I got to, Mike, or Steve was talking about no place to sit. I had front row seats because as I came back to Central from a three-year hiatus, I was Mike's assistant for the first two years. And Pat Stengel took over in that role. So I had front row seat as Mike reshaped the basketball program at Central Christian College after uh, kind of a, 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 a rough go there through the And 80s. Anton ended up playing a lot of valuable minutes at K-State after he left Central. So yeah. he was a, he was, he was so time. athletic and so fun to watch. <laughs> oh, I mean, he I mean, was fun to watch. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know what, how and where Mike found him. Now I believe he's an insurance man in Atlanta. Isn't that what he is? Well, or I think used to be. Still, he and Joyce, I think they make their home maybe in Missouri, but they're, they're making their way back here for this event. We're so looking forward to it. Uh, we busted through. We were around 200 for the banquet. Uh, Dave Farrell got 10 more folks that want to try to come. We sent in, uh, you guys, I heard you mention earlier, our establishment downtown, our Italian establishment for uh, for food. They are catering our meal Ooh. Saturday night. So Ristorante Italiano de Famiglia is going to do that, and it's, uh, well, it's somebody, we're just blowing the doors off. If, if you have any leftover meals of lasagna... <laughs> Just drop them I, off. Just drop the them station. off here, and, uh, and I'll put them in the microwave and have at it. Well, we're, we're concerned about we're putting the tiramisu on the table, Ooh. so we may have a lot of people might do what I'll do: start with dessert, work <laughs> So anyway, uh, but yeah, the uh, a big thing. Coach Selberg uh, has found out just in the last few days that uh, his uh, obviously his son is going to introduce him, Martin, and there's a fun story there. But his two daughters from Arizona, of which one, Marlene, 
Join Steve's mom. She has a birthday today. Hey. So the Selbergs are going to be celebrating. Seven Selbergs. Yeah, there you go. Nine Selbergs are going to be at the table. Uh, Martin is bringing his son, uh, Martin's, or uh, Marvin's grandson. It's just the backstories, guys, if we had today and another 15 or 20 days of time to share. You guys have so much fun on your program to share the backstories. Yeah, I just make yeah. fun of Steve. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you guys are going to miss, of course, uh, Marva Fuller-Hanks, Merton Hanks. You guys alluded to that. Merton, I don't think he's going to make the trip, but to her 6'11 brother, Ross, is coming from California. Uh, her mother, Maxine uh, Milt's wife, is going to be part of our festivities. Uh, Friday night, while you guys are down at Circle, they're just a group that's going to gather exclusively to tell Marvin Fuller. Um, Marva's 26-year-old granddaughter said, Dad was a superhero, at, and, we, and we didn't even know. He didn't even share. They don't know <laughs> the stories of Milt Fuller mm-hmm. when he played for Coach Selberg as he broke the uh, color barrier uh, with Milt Fuller and Clem Baker. So it's just it's going every direction that it can possibly do. We're so excited and trying to get the T's crossed and the, and the I's dotted there to make go. it happen. So, Jerry, you guys will have a lunch on Saturday afternoon. It looks like from 1130 until 2 at the Alumni Dining Room. Then you've got the two basketball games against Texas Wesleyan with the women's game at, I believe, 1, and then the men's game at 330. And you've got the big induction ceremony going on in between games. And, well, what's what's happening, uh, Jim, Steve, is, yes, there'll be folks. Obviously, our banquet's pretty well sold out at this point. But and that's if on you Saturday come to night. The, that's on Saturday night at six. Uh, Jerry Malone and I. Yeah, that that that's in a whole other story. We're on the tenth writing of the script. People want us to not do what we're doing right now. <laughs> go extemp on them. But uh, so anyway, we're writing word for word. But you can still get into the game, and we're going to introduce every alumni, basketball cheerleader, coach. The eight that are going to be inducted, the four that are here, Carl Cleaver's coming back, Ish Smith's coming back. Of course, uh, Keith Ivers has passed, Ed mm-hmm. Pyle has passed, but family members are here to represent them. All those folks are going to be introduced after the girls' game, before the boys' game, the men's game. So about 2.30 to around 3.10, 3.15, when Tony and Texas Wesleyan men need to take the floor to warm up, we're going to introduce uh, Joe Johnson's on the PA. We're just oh, going to he'll be rapid fire. Oh, yeah. We're just going to be cooking with the alumni, uh, whether coach, player, cheerleader, yell leader, uh, and then obviously our eight inductees are going to get something at that time. We've got a framed picture of all eight inductees that's going to be given to them by the existing current Hall of Fame members. But then the big uh, uh, gift will be uh, Saturday night at the banquet. Jerry, one more time for all these people that are saying, okay, how do I find out this information? Where do they go? Where do you direct them to? Are you just going to give out your personal phone number to take calls? Dave Farrell did that on the postcard that we sent out to everybody. Uh, Yeah, he probably has a story. Um, CCCKfoundation.org has really been the hub website, uh, the central website, the main central website, uh, and the athletic uh, derivative from that are are also things, but the ccckfoundation.org, which really is uh, Joe's new employer, um, is where everything is kind of getting directed through. You get uh, the bulk of your information uh, from that website. Well, give Coach Beard my best. If, if he if he makes it, you don't know about the weather, but if 
I don't know where is he now. Well, I, I really, I, I thought uh, James Nelson stays in touch with him quite a bit. Uh, uh, he and Joyce, I thought that they had uh, roots uh, set down in northern um, Missouri. I, okay. So, okay, so, well, give him my best. So, But, if, he, if he yeah, we're it. looking forward for him to be back. I saw Dave, uh, uh, um, I want to say Bear, but in Baird. Dave, the assistant Bueller coach. Bryant. Bryant. I saw Dave him too. is uh, was Justin Gillette's man. I said Dave. And you Dave Bryant come. had some great they, women's teams at Central. Yeah, I did. He had great women's teams, but he they was assistant games, in the men's yeah. program to Justin Gillette. So I said, yeah. Dave, come fill out a sheet. We'll introduce you yeah. between games. Yeah. So um, exciting time for the 75th anniversary of of hoops. Don Rounds is going to be introduced. Don is a community fellow. He played on the 44-45 team with Marvin Selberg. So they played for Coach Krober in, that, uh, in those early days. So we have several folks that date back. Uh, John Farrell, Dave's dad, right, is the eldest uh, yell it's leader. Mr. Scottish yeah. Festival. Yeah, well, Mr. Scottish Festival is yep. the yell leader, and he yep. is our, probably the eldest one that we'll have there. He cheered in 44 through 46, yelled. So we're uh, That's we're 65, looking to 75 years ago. <laughs> so long time. We're looking forward to it, and we appreciate the excitement. And I just feel badly for you guys. You're going to have a delightful time. I just wish we could get that effort. meal. <laughs> yeah. I go for the meal. Go for the meal, you, you bet. Come All right, Jerry. Well, well, we appreciate it. And everybody that has questions, we'll direct them to you. We'll give them your phone number and tell them <laughs> to just call you all night. I haven't given you my phone number. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll take one more break. When we come back, we'll wrap everything up and take a look at what's coming up over the weekend. Do that next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by... Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva, Next Tech Wireless, and Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Wrapping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. Jim and Steve, hey, that's me. Steve, we've got to wrap things up here very quickly because we're almost out of time. Big thanks to Jerry for coming in. So in regards to everything coming up over the weekend, the circle games, the free state games for the Bullpups, if anything's going to change, Steve, tell them where to go to make sure. Online.com. We will have all sorts of updates and make sure that if there is a change, let's hope not, that we will have that covered, and Steve will have a story posted about it. And for all sorts of activities that are happening this weekend, whether it's college basketball, college baseball, swimming, wrestling, anything that changes, Steve will be all over it. And again, no coaches show on Saturday morning right. as well. No coaches show on Saturday because hopefully we'll be heading up to Lawrence. And if not, you know, we have coaches. We've already told them that we're not going to have a show on Saturday. Then we'll so. just sleep in. That's right. All right, Steve, wrapping up today's show. For Jerry Fifty and for Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tomorrow. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva, Next Tech Wireless, and Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.